What happens when common sense is common, but just not helpful? What happens when social standards and thought processes leave you stuck? It's time for a new way of thinking. It's time for divergent sense. Divergent means different, varying, or dissimilar. Divergent sense is taking a different look at something to gain a fresh perspective and having viewpoints that are dissimilar to that which we know as common. This podcast was created to offer alternative opinions on topics ranging from life's everyday challenges all the way through much more complex topics as well. So join us here in our digital domain as we do our best to help life make sense, or should we say, divergent sense. Well, welcome back to the Divergent Sense Podcast. We're so glad that you're listening and hope you're finding these topics helpful because that's really our goal uh, is to give maybe a different perspective, come at it from a different angle, thus the name Divergent. Divergent. (laughs) There you go. So today we're going to kind of pivot from a previous series that we did, which we called Church Hurt. Uh, But we want to today talk about it in a little broader sense. And that is, if you've been hurt by leadership, that could include church, but not just church, maybe leadership at work, leadership in your home growing up, whoever the leader was, and you've had a bad experience, you've experienced hurt or pain, we want to pose in this, this uh, I'm going to say episode, Ben, oh, in this episode man. of the podcast. Where's the sunroof? Uh, <laughs> I, I want us to kind of go down this trail of how do I learn to have a healthy relationship with leadership after I've been hurt? How's that sound? Yeah, I, I like that a lot. And of course, my, my original working title was was how to how to trust a pastor again, and that was because that was something for me, and and we th- this is no stranger to to this to this podcast at all. We've we've brought this up a few times, but when when I started here at, at our church and having to trust our pastor again, who's a wonderful man, I uh-uh. I, I, I didn't different like pastor it. than the one that hurt you. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Not not the not the same. Yeah, not the same uh, building. Certainly not the same person. Um, but. Man, that was that was hard for me. Yeah. Um, I could hear what he was saying. This is good. This is scriptural stuff. Yes, this is good. And and, and so his sermon that was fine. But we would talk, and there was like these little um, uh, uh, roots, these little fingerlings that were trying to come out like a vine. And you, I could feel like, oh, there's no relationship. Oh no, no. Oh no, no. You haven't earned that. You know. Whereas it should be something that's where you trust someone and it's more freely given. But because I was so hurt and beat down, I'm like, oh, no, you have to earn your position again. That could be a pastor. That could be uh, I've, I've also done that with with, with a spouse. Um, you, you we I have to work through. I have to learn to trust a a significant other again. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you as a parent. I have to learn to trust my kids again. Every couple of months, yeah, because they're going to do something that erodes that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but so on on varying levels, we we all we all deal with it. But um, my heart for this uh, particular <clears throat> episode, uh, I said it. So I mean, I think that shows growth. I think we're I, okay. it's growth. Okay. I think we're okay. So good, good. So my my, my <laughs> heart, you know, for for this was. If you find yourself in a situation like the series that we've, we've been talking about and, and the different elements of church hurt and getting hurt in church by church, 
uh, because of church, whatever the case may be, you probably have a, a group of people, a, a, per, a, a position, a title, a series of people, a body of leadership, something somewhere in there, you're going to have to learn to trust people again. And that's what we want to speak to today. Yeah, I think it's important because we say that you're going to have to, but the reality is some people never do. And as a result, they never receive the actual benefit of having a healthy relationship with leadership. Uh, kind of goes back to our previous uh, podcast where we were talking about vulnerability, right. needing help. Uh, there are no perfect leaders. No. And there are no perfect followers. We're all people and we're all on a journey of growth and trying to be the best we can and be as healthy as we can. And certainly as believers, as people of faith, we are trying to grow spiritually and, and, and we want to be kind and we want to love one another and mm-hmm, we want to see mm-hmm. those things. Um, but I said this early on, we all come with baggage and our families helped us pack and that includes church families, but it also includes our work families. It includes right. whatever organizations we've ever been a part of. We've been collecting things. And what happens with unclaimed baggage? You don't get to unpack it. Right. So you just have to drag it with you. Mm. So this issue of having a healthy relationship, uh, you and I off mic were talking about the two ways people tend to respond to authority or people in authority or leadership. Yes. Uh, they either resist it because of previous hurt, so they, they won't know part of it, or they have blind trust in it. Yeah. And then when something yeah. is, they get disappointed that, that, that fall in that moment is not a stubbing of the toe. It is a falling flat on your face and yeah. experiencing yeah. damage. Right. And so some of the hurt we've experienced is the expectations we've actually put on leadership, uh, ourselves. Yeah. And which is not uh, fair. It isn't, but, Let's all be honest. There's bad leadership out there. Oh yeah, there's so, plenty. We're not, yeah. we're not we're not trying to kid anybody. There's bad leadership. Oh out yeah, there. and yeah, there yeah. are people in leadership positions with all the motives that are unhealthy and all the things that that exists. That's a right. thing. What we're talking about is that we've experienced something. Probably all of us. We either had a bad boss, somebody mm-hmm. hurt us, some a church experience that was painful because we did a whole series mm-hmm. on that. But the reality is, what do you do? Do you just avoid? The benefits that leadership brings into our lives, uh, directionally, guidance, vision. That's the alternative. Uh, you know, it, we're going to just forfeit all right. of that. Yeah. And some people, unfortunately, you know them, I know them, mm-hmm. they've done that. Yeah. Uh, and so their ability to be a part of something bigger than themselves is greatly hindered. Right. Right. So what we want to, how do you, how do you get back? It's a series of choices. But yeah. the, the first important choice that you're going to have to make is to get well. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. identify the hurt rather than the yeah. instrument of the hurt. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like, okay, I just saw this sniper take out my buddy. Oh, that's kind of visual. Sorry. Yeah. But you, I've just seen this happen, yeah. and I charge the hill, and the, the sniper himself is long gone, but his instrument remains. And so I take all my wrath out on the instrument he used. Sure. We often do that, yep. Uh, yep, yep, especially yep. in the faith community. Um, in my experience, having been a leader for a long, long time and being under leaders for a long, long time, there are a lot of situations where somebody might get hurt, but it was inadvertent. It was unintended. Yeah. It, it wasn't purposeful. It wasn't something that I just decided today I'm going to hurt you, by golly. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So it, there's a lot of that as well, a lot of nuance to this subject. 
But the first key to being able to have a healthy relationship with leadership right. is you have to make a choice to identify and address the issue that caused the hurt. Yeah. Right? So if you don't do that, then the only lens you have is your hurt. That's right. that's all yeah. you have. And so that that's a cloudy screen. That's a dirty window. Um, some of it's accurate, but some of it may not be. It's being fueled by pain and hurt. Um, and then it gets spread across. It's like saying, I hate all teachers. Oh, yeah. Okay. I had a bad teacher. Mm-hmm. I now hate all mm-hmm. teachers. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a bad bus driver. Yeah. I will never get on another bus. Uh, we, we project. There are many reasons I won't get on another bus. I don't no. enjoy buses. Yeah. No. no offense to anyone listening nope. who owns nope. a bus, drives a bus, or owns, rides one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. No. That's unintended. Mm. Here's the reality, though. We tend to project our experience with an individual onto all other individuals in the same role. Oh, absolutely. Right? So many times when I was a pastor, many times I would come into a town or a new church, and I realized right away, I'm going to have to outlive the previous guy. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the only way these people are going to know I'm not going to do what he did is going to take some time. Yep. Right. I'm just going to have to demonstrate who I am and uh, ask them to give me the benefit of the doubt until I prove them, you know, right or wrong. Yes. Um, and the older we get, the less forgiving we become. It tends to be that way. And unfortunately, it, but it's, yeah. it's the cumulative factor, yes, right? So, yeah. so the backpack went from being a little bitty, uh, small, like toddler kid going to school backpack. Now it's a full scale hiking in the frontier yeah. uh, <laughs> right. backpack because we had to enlarge it because we're carrying that much stuff. Yep. So this to me, Ben, is the first step. And you you had to come to realize it. This is as much a me issue as a he issue. Right. Right? Yeah. I'm hurt. Right. So whose responsibility is it for you to get well? Yeah. It's yours. Yep, yep. Right? Mine. It's mine when it's me. So it's a matter of making a decision. All right, I want to get to the issue. Why did this hurt me? Yeah. What What was it about this that hurt me? Yeah. Uh, so, and if we don't do that, it's kind of like peeling back the clothing to see how bad the, the wound is, mm-hmm. right? We got to get in there and then we have to assess it. So it's kind of a triage situation here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. Now, otherwise, what we do in life is we go and we wind up dying from a thousand cuts, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, any one of them on their own is fine. We just didn't tend to it, but they just keep coming because we haven't learned what, what is it that's making me uh, be in a position where I'm experiencing this. Right. Uh, so the first step for me about having a healthy relationship with leadership is saying, I need to address the issue of pain that I have. Now, once I've done that, mm-hmm. once I've begun that process, because it is a process, Oh yeah. which you can testify through your own story and how things happen Absolutely. here, it's a process over time, but you have to start somewhere. And say, this is why I'm hurt. Right. And once you realize why you're hurt, then you can begin to work on that. Then the, the second thing is, I'm not going to lump everybody together. Yeah. yeah. And that's a choice. It is It, it is a choice. It's a choice. It, not an easy one. No. It, it requires it requires some maturity. It, it, is not a, it is not an easy thing to do. No, it isn't. And Maybe so, it's easy for other people, but it was not easy for me. So let me say that. It was not easy for me to do i don't because you had the title i don't think it's very easy for anybody in the sense of depending on the level of hurt that we experience now there's there's and there are levels right um 
Maybe the pastor told you the truth mm-hmm. and you didn't like the truth. Right. And now you're hurt. But if you can embrace the truth of it, maybe you get better. Yeah. Uh, then there are times where they just say things that are wrong. They're not true. Yeah. Right. Or, or they do things that are hurtful. And sometimes we don't even know all the reasons why decisions were made because we're not privy to them. Mm-hmm. And maybe the fault on the leader was didn't communicate well enough to give you context to understand why this decision was being made. That mm-hmm. happens all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, but I do think we have to take some ownership, which you did. Took a little time. And you know what? I'm going to say it's okay if it takes a little time. Yeah. You don't want to rush it either. Yeah. It, it's it's yeah. totally okay. Trust yeah. is earned over time. Yeah. Like I said, with how, the two different ways people respond to people in leadership, either with blind trust. Yeah. Or with total resistance. Right. Um, you, you, neither of those is healthy, and neither of those is a healthy relationship with leadership. Right. So yeah. we want to we want to be able to say, okay, I'm going I'm gonna take the nece- necessary time. Yeah. So I can say I'll, I'm going to deal with what I need to deal with, but I'm going to give you time to show me that you are not them. Correct. Yeah, and everyone's gonna approach it in a slightly different way you know, perhaps because everyone gets disenchanted or gets hurt in a slightly different way. Um, for me, um, you know, I, I've worked for several different pastors, um, because of, of, of what I do. My, my hobby is, is audio visual stuff. I, I I've just done that since I was 14 years old. And I have been, I have worked freelance, you know, just at the churches that I wasn't going to, but I, I would go help them. Um, I've encountered some of the greatest pastors in, in that environment. I've also encountered some of the worst people, you know, yeah. and those are the people I don't mind talking back to because they're not my pastor, you know, and I know it's the last time I'm going to work for them, but I'm right. going to tell, you know, I'm gonna tell, hey, you've got a real problem here. Yeah. Um, but, um, but. You know, one of one of the first pastors that I worked for, uh, and it was one of the first times that I remember getting getting hurt by a church. And it wasn't it wasn't terrible, but it was um, I was here. I was doing what I wanted to do. I was you know doing my little audio thing, and I, I was a teenager. And I was uh, 17, 17 years old. Um, and there was someone higher up in the church. They their son, m- much older. Um, you know, probably I would say mid thirties at the time. They were going to so double my age. They're going to bring him in, and he's a radio guy, so he's going to come make the audio all better. If you know anything about radio and audio, you hear how stupid that is, but it didn't matter. Yeah. The church thought it was a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it almost so, never works. Uh, no, because radio is playing back stuff that's already canned and mastered it. So you know, and there's no elements of live whatsoever. So, but that didn't matter. This guy was coming in, and I was shown the door. Um, now, the pastor of that church, even though I was hurt by the church, wasn't hurt by that pastor. That pastor was a very, very nice guy. We have a, a relationship to this day, actually. He's good friends with the family. So that was just kind of a just getting knocked around situation. And I needed to leave. My my parents didn't even go to that church. You know? right. So I needed to go but and be with them. But, you know, it, but that was my introduction to, to church hurt. I've worked for pastors who that have stolen from me. They hired to do, you know, hired me to do certain uh, uh, production services for them, whatnot, and and draw on, on my talents. 
commit to paying and then just not when the invoice is sent and then you know oh and it, you know just mm-hmm. just burning relationships and the, most of the pastors that I've worked for that have been that terrible slimy type you know person they're not in ministry today because they have a way of working themselves oh. you know uh, out 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 of a job yeah no, and the no, unfortunate some, thing is what damage do they do during the time plenty and, you know, I, I often tell leaders, because that's what part of what I do, I work with leaders, is if you want to know if you're a good leader or not, turn around and see what's in your wake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's behind you. If it's destruction and yep. damage, yep. you're probably not in a good place as a leader. Right. If you turn around and you see people thriving and they're better for having experienced your leadership, you're probably on the right path, right? Yep. So, yeah, church hurt happens to us all along the way if we grow up in it. But here's the reality. A lot of times people have been hurt by leadership outside of the church mm-hmm. in their workplace or whatever, and they become hypersensitive to that, and they come into a church situation, and they project that on mm-hmm. whoever is oh, in, yeah. in leadership yeah. there. So one of the things I think is helpful for this discussion, at least I think it is helpful, it's helpful for me uh, when I look at how I deal with leaders, um, is that I, I make a decision that I'm not going to project all of my bad experiences onto someone I I don't really know yet. Correct. Um, and so I want to I want to be able to give that benefit of the doubt, but I can't do it if I don't get well. Yeah. I can't do it if I don't identify the issue and address it. I can't do it if I'm going to project all of my bad experiences onto right. any person with that title. Uh, I'm actually just defeating. I'm I'm creating self fulfilling prophecies. Yes. You're going to hurt me. Yeah. You're going to hurt me. Yeah, You're going to hurt me. I won't. I won't. You're going to hurt me. Then the first time you say something, does something, it reminds you of someone else. I told you you're going to hurt me. Yep. Um, And so it's, please understand, we're not saying there's not bad leaders out there who are harming people. There are. But our purpose is to say, how do you move on from that? Yes. And then be able to reestablish a healthy relationship with leadership. Yeah. Develop a good filter for assessing the next leader that you're going to sit under. Yeah, so. absolutely. Because, by the way, that is a choice. Yeah. Now, when we're kids and our parents make us go where we go, maybe we don't have that choice. Uh, right. You know, maybe that's yeah. the case. But as adults and, and functioning members of society, we do have a say in whose leadership we're going to put ourselves under. Now, we've all been in work situations where the person we hired on with, we, we loved it, it was great, it was so forth, and somebody above them has made a decision, and they've been moved out, and they've brought in a new leader, yeah. and it's like, oh, my God. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So because I work with leaders, one of the yeah. things I try to help them understand, it's the leader's responsibility to set an environment and create an environment yeah. that, that those that they are leading feel safe. They feel resourced and they feel that they're going to be given whatever abilities are necessary through training or whatever it's, but it's on the leader to do that. The greatest responsibility in any transitional situation is on the leader. Right. And that's part of your experience here. Our leader here in this church where we, you and I are, are members yep. understood that. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. how he chose to lead, he took the responsibility for how this transition was going to go. Yes. And, and did, and did very well, did, did very well. And actually, as you just described the responsibility of leaders in that, in that transition type, when, a, when a new leader is being brought in and everyone's kind of on, on, on edge, I am that guy right now in, in, in the new role. I'm the guy that's been brought in and everyone's kind of set on edge. 
Are they, they have, afraid you're the Bobs? Uh, the, yes. And um, <laughs> sorry, that's an Office Space reference. If you, it's a good movie. Uh, it's not. A, this is not a, an official endorsement, but man, is it funny! And I quoted it twice earlier this week. So, there you are. Uh, gosh, on the same yeah, page. Yeah. So. Looks like you've been missing a lot of work lately. <laughs> I wouldn't so, say I've been missing it, Bob. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so, no, at all. <laughs> so, but no, the, and that's been kind of one of the first things with the, where I've come in. I'm like, okay, need to put everyone at ease. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, or as, as much as possible, um, because, well, not everyone's going to make the trip, but that's, you know, yeah. uh, it's part, you know, it's part of it. But by the time this is released, all of those transitions will have happened. So it won't matter. So, <laughs> so, but, um, you know, that, but it's something that I'm, I'm having to be conscious of and make sure that I'm respecting them, trying to see it from their side of the fence, uh, and making sure that they're, they're not living unnecessarily in fear or with concern. Yeah. Um, because what, what, you know, what a terrible place. And I, I've been that when I worked in corporate America and get bosses shifted around and you don't know, you know, how it's going to go and is, yeah. is you know, what what brand of leader is this you know guy going to be you know or uh, or girl I mean, whatever you know whatever um, so but ju- that's the, the the role that I'm living now is just trying to be um, just be conscious and be a good be a good leader coming in and making sure that I don't make any of those missteps because it's very easy to tell to to speak to another leader's missteps or what they should have done mm-hmm. I'd kind of like to do that in real time and not from hindsight. So that's that's where we're at. Gotcha. On. Well, based on your experience of of coming back into a healthy relationship with leadership, yeah. In your experience, what were some of the things that you know? I, I've given a couple of things that I think are important for that to happen. What did you see in your process that you go, "That's an important step," or "That's an important step"? So, for me, I had to be able to separate them individually mm-hmm. and, and say that this. This is a person and 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 not a population. So th- this this is a person that hurt me, but not a population that hurt me. But I, you know, and I've I've had both. I I should sure. know that. But even coming into this, because it had been so long, I'm like, nope, you're a part of that population. You are you are a pastor, and therefore you are dirty. Yeah. Um, and I do not trust you. And that's not fair, right? But you have to kind of realize that that you're you, that you're being you're being unfair and very narrow-minded. Yeah. And that was you know that was where I was at, and so that was kind of step one for me to go. Wait a minute, this guy doesn't even know me, right? Why do I not trust him? And trying to back myself down from this, you know, I've got I've got claws out. But when what if you would have looked at me, you ever seen you know these videos that run around on the the internet and they're they're trying to help some dog or animal that's gotten stuck somewhere when they're trying to help it you know mm. that, that animal's lashing out at yep. them yep that was me these people are there li- literally trying to help trying yep. to save this animal's life but right. the, but the animal is lashing out yep there are the flip side videos where you see the animals and they're like oh you're here to help me and they, you know and it's so sweet yeah okay but i was the lash out kind <laughs> Not oh thank you great. Savior. It's a defense mechanism. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. just it's a defense mechanism when you're hurt. So I'm in a bad situation. I'm not going to let you make it worse. So that that was that was step one. But then um, step two was allowing the connection to be uh, regenerated or not and not regenerated in this case. But well, I want to say this accurately. It was a regeneration in the connection from a from a population. So I was allowing myself to connect to another pastor it was the first time to to become connected 
um, relationally with, with the pastor that we have now. And, um, but I had to, when, when he would, Hey, let's go to lunch. I want to talk to you. First time that he said that, man, I puckered up. I'm like, why, why I haven't done anything. And literally I hadn't, I'd just come in and gone to church and then left. And I'm like, that's what he's going to talk to me about. He's going to talk to me about why I haven't gotten involved or he's going to talk to me about how I hide out and wait till the music starts. Or I, I, you know, I leave as soon as they start to close the service, this which was, I did. This was going to be a disciplinary yeah, it, lunch. That, that he's going to, I'm going to correct you. Right. Yeah. And, and that was like my first, I'm like, Oh, why does he want to talk to me? Yeah. You know? And look, he's like, I just, just want to hang out. I just want to get to know you. And I'm like, why? You know, yeah, exactly. What, what are you going to do? You're you know, probing for right, problems. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, <laughs> but just to allow that process to take place, that's where some of the vulnerability, you know, it came in uh, too, is just to allow that to be reformed and reforged inside of me and give uh, our pastor the the place that and the opportunity that he needed to be afforded. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um and it's not it's not a blind trust. It's not you know it's no. not oh, oh well you're you're the pastor no and he doesn't want that no uh, and, and that no no healthy leader does no 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 but you could take that and you can apply that to you know relationships you know you see I I know I have a friend of mine acquaintance of mine whatever you want to call it and she goes from relationship to relationship to relationship and it's. Oh, I love you, and we're getting, you know, we're fixing to get married, and then they right. break up, and then it's oh, it's here's someone new, and I love you, and we're fixing to get married. It's devastation, right? And this cycle happens, you know, six times in six months. You it's, know, it's like people in our lives. I've experienced this multiple times. They get too thick, too quick. In other words, yep. they, they get too. Wait, close. wait, 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 wait. Are you talking about me? No. Okay. Not talking about weight at all. Okay. I'm talking about the they they. It's like from the first encounter, they determine. I'm your best friend you're ever going to have. And they're in your, you know, right. they're acting as though we've had this longevity, but they're, they're displaying a level of trust and vulnerability that is actually not healthy. And then when you have to push back and give boundaries, they're devastating. Yeah. Right. So there, yeah. there are people wired that way. They're, they very much need that acceptance immediately. Uh, but yeah, like you say, people do that. Uh, it's, it's actually a setup cycle for real emotional damage yeah it, it is <laughs> so as as we as we close on this just want everyone to be mindful of the fact that as you progress through life through various situations through different circumstances through different seasons you will have unfortunately the opportunity to be hurt and um to be offended we talked you know we talked about that but you need to afford yourself the opportunity to recover from that uh, and not live life from an offended or a wounded state you need to let the healing take place. If you've, you know, if, if you need to talk to someone about that, if you need to just, you know, get that out, even if it's just something as, as simple as acknowledging that, hey, you got hurt by this situation or this person or this circumstance or whatever, so that you can start to move forward, do that. At the very least, that opens the lines of communication. You're honest. You've identified, I this hurt me. I'm going to be honest with you. It may take me some time, be patient with me, but it opens the lines of communication and gives the leader at least the context of how he can then choose to communicate with you. Thank you for listening to Divergent Sense. We don't just want to hear from you, we need to hear from you and what topics you want us to speak on in the future. We've got plenty to say, but we want to say what you need to hear. 
what we all need to hear. So do the world a favor and email those requests to contact at divergentsense.com. And remember, when it comes to your way of thinking, just because it's different doesn't make it wrong. And just because it's common doesn't make it right.